Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. We are back together again. I was about to say back the same together thing. Again. <laughs> yes, yes. It it's was awesome. really great. It was really great listening to your episode. I always learn something. So thank and, you for that. And same here. Ah, yeah. thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, Hopefully always. the audience learned something. <laughs> uh, that's the point, right? <laughs> that's the point. That is, that is the point. That is the point. Yeah. Yep. So, but we have a, a good one today. We're going to be going stepping into some some broader shoes and some broader waters of uh, of topics that uh, you and I both love to delve into. <laughs> this is but, our jam. Uh, this is this our is peanut our butter and jelly jam. Yeah. Yep. This, is our, this is our jam. But before we do that, I'm going to give you all a music tip. Mm-hmm. And that uh, I, I sort of di- took the easy way out way out today because uh, I said, well, you know, I've been working on my music program and I teach it to my students, and I said, why don't I share something from that? So, um, mm-hmm. and the software that I use a lot to create, which is called uh, Reason, it's by a company named Propellerhead. Uh, the Reason software is what I use, and um, there's a thing called players. They have this thing, a set of devices inside of the software that you can use that help you to write music. And this is also existing in all the other softwares. They, they sort of followed suit and everybody's using something similar, but, um, reason really was out front and doing this and they have, their stuff is really user friendly um, but what the players do is you can hook them up to any of the other s- sound devices inside of Reason. And they actually, you only can play, like if you want to create a chord, you only have to play one note. And mm. it'll play the whole yeah, chord for you. Chord for you. Yeah. And it'll change the key, whatever key you want it to change it to. So um, that's one player that's really useful. The other one, uh, it makes beats for you. So you yeah. hook it up to a drum machine and you select what type of groove you want and it'll play the beat, a uh, nice little beat to help you vary it to create variations. And uh, the last one, there is another one in there that helps to generate melodic ideas. So, oh, wow. yes. So what I'd normally do, um, I, I mean, you can do it whatever way you want to do it. But what I normally do is I take one. And I use it as a jumping off point. So if I was, if I needed a beat, I I couldn't really figure out what type of groove I wanted. I just, you know, created the, have the, the, the player create a beat and then create my own chords on top and my melody or vice versa. If I had the beat and the chords going, I just couldn't figure out melody ideas. I'd throw in the other one and say, Oh, okay, that does sound good. So that's sort of how I use it. Um, but I'm sure that you can write a whole song 
<laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> completely generated where is from the, the gift? I guess the gift is the technology. The gift is learning how to put all of that together. I guess. Yeah. So, but, so here, here's the deal. You know. It's it's mainly an inspirational tool. So, right, what I find right. is that it helps you to think outside the box. And what I always do is I go back and I add the life to the to the the thing that generated the whatever beat. Now I mean it, it can go be perfectly fine. You know, it it get but just psychologically for me I just want to go back and touch and tweak just to have right. my hands on it. Right. So right. but you know some people they just generate it from the player and it and it works perfectly fine. So um yeah, it's just a little idea. It's a tool. I mean, I just want people to, you know, and I think our audience, these are, you know, you people who are listening to us, they are they are yeah. about this and so they're building their business and so yes, understand it's a tool, not a replacement. I think yeah. that's what we have to just make sure that we keep when we're using um technology and really anything, you know, the the core, the essential part of your piece or whatever really is you and, and mm-hmm. your gifts and talents. But then, yes, don't go without some help. <laughs> so tools are good. So that was good. That was good. You got it. And, and it's reason. And, and so to get that, it's an, I know it's a program. It's, yeah, it's Propellerhead's Reason software program. And uh, they just did an upgrade, I think, Reason 12 now. Okay. And you can um, download that. And uh, it has it has everything in it. It's the, wow. the plain reason software. You can also do a free trial. And I actually have my students do that, do a free trial just right. I was say free to hand in assignments and stuff. And and when you're saying reason, spell that again? Just like reason. R E. Oh, like the real S-O-N. reason. Yeah. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure if they did a spin off no, of no, the actual. No, no Z, no. All right. You know, no, that's about stuff. to say is reason. Yeah. <laughs> no double E Z, you know. That's what I was just checking to make yep. sure. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bandzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Bandzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team. Not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month and includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to bandzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use our promo code MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year. All right, well... 
uh, our podcast for today, like we said, is a topic that is uh, near and dear to uh, <laughs> both of us. And um, it's using your intuition or in your music business. And yeah. or you can say the power of using your intuition in your music business. So yeah. it's a lot of power. And this, you know, when we get into these types of topics, understand that, you know, we are speaking to a music audience. So, you know, we're referencing it, how you can use it with your music business. But understand that this <laughs> all of this can be practiced and should be practiced mm -hmm. in your lifestyle, especially what the era that we are living in now and as our society um, is shifting into, you know, something quite different right in front of our eyes. So this is, this is, I'm very passionate about it. I actually just literally was listening to a podcast episode on somebody else's podcast mm. <laughs> about, um, they, they're an, they're an astrology podcast, but they were really just talking about use your own system <laughs> and okay. how you have to tap into yourself and right right um so i'll talk more about that and, and what that means but yeah uh let's go let's talk cool. about it well first off the first question i wanted to to ask both of us was what are some experiences that you've had in using your intuition um in your music business or even in in life in general yeah Am I first? Is it ladies first? <laughs> of course, ladies first. Ah, ladies first. <laughs> well, like I said, this is a practice for me that is it. It just is. It just is for me. Like there's very little that I do where I don't um, exercise and rely on my intuition. Like that mm -hmm. is a huge. And so when it comes to music you know, from the very get go of even deciding to do this, it made no sense on paper. Right, right. <laughs> and this is something that to kind of just underscore some your intuition. You know, a lot of us want blueprints and we want, you know, something that we can really write and turn in and show the world and label and all of that. <clears throat> but intuition is this really special space of ourselves, space of our, our makeup that um, doesn't require that. Um, it, it really is a is a internal knowing for me at least. Mm -hmm. So I, from the get-go, um, and I'll just use this as kind of the main, I'll maybe use two, but when I decided to do music, um, I was having a lot of just crazy stuff happening in my life, period. And I wasn't happy and I wasn't, there was a lot of things going on that just were not fulfilling. And I knew my intuition was screaming at me saying it's because you're not being creative. Like you're not really being you basically. Right. Right. Um, and so I heard it. I just really kept ignoring it because again, I couldn't put it on paper. I couldn't necessarily prove it. Um, but it broke me down so badly. This attempt to keep living outside of myself Mm -hmm. that I honestly had no other choice but to trust the voice that was inside because I was running out of options. I was running out of options of feeling okay. Right, right. So, yeah. So I would say that's probably, I mean, it, and, and the way that just got started, I mean, I just took a, a simple music class and I've talked about that in past episodes, how my, my journey was. And we'll have to find mm -hmm. the number of that that episode. But um, that was a huge, that, so that was when the intuition was screaming at me. But right. now... <laughs> Now I've learned, you know, and I use 
intuition, like I said, which with pretty much every decision, every move. So I've learned because I practice it so much, practice learning how to do that. And we'll talk about that in a minute um, that I, I just do it, it at every move. And so sometimes my intuition will tell me something and my, and I say ego, meaning my human, Mm-hmm. My human self will be like, nah, girl, nah, come on, you can just do it. Come on, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my intuition is like, uh, serious? Yeah, no. And I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the intuition is saying, go, go and do. And my human's like, nah, nah, girl, nah, don't do it. And I'm like, really? So it can be confusing. Yeah. But um, the decisions I'm making right now um, musically, which is to pivot a bit more on the on the behind the scenes and the business side and um, kind of out of the box ways that artists typically would be known as artists. Um, I'm just working on various spaces like that. And that's yeah. all intuition. Cause I don't really have a, a roadmap. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, those are two big experiences. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, for me, I think we talked about it on an episode. Um, I can't remember who we were talking with, uh, yeah, we just got into a whole deep conversation about that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that I was looking for a direction in in what I was supposed to be doing with my music and um and how how I should be, I guess, writing or should I be writing anymore? Um, mm-hmm. you know, just all these questions like what should what you should be doing. You come to an impasse in your career or whatever. And uh and I was, I asked, you know, I, I, I asked for guidance right. and we'll talk about that in, in your practice. Um, but I just, you know, just blanketly asked. And by the end of the day, I was driving home from school and I come up on this bus with the ad on the side. It was an ad for a radio station. And, but the text said more music, more money. <laughs> and right. that just lit up in my face and I could not take my eye off of that. And that, and I, I, I woke up in that moment. I, I realized that this was the answer to my question, more music, more money. Right. So keep writing Create more music. Yeah. <laughs> keep writing some music. Yeah. I so. mean, I, I think, I, I think people just really have to understand that your intuition is just, it's working just like you're breathing. Yes. Like now, whether or not you pay attention to it, that's a whole other situation. But your intuition is really actually a part of your existence. It's part of your wiring. It's part of your physiology, your makeup. Mm -hmm. Um, So when people are like, oh, well, women are intuitive and men. No, no, men men have intuition. Mm -hmm. We all (laughs) have intuition. Our inclinations to use it may vary or how we use it. So I don't want, I think sometimes people want to put this in the category of woo-woo or abstract. And I'm pushing really hard on people these days mm-hmm. <laughs> to mm-hmm. stop putting this because you're going to miss a lot of what is naturally occurring right now in the world. Um, so, yeah. So it's always there. You paid attention. That, you know, that came through. And because you put that awareness, you paid attention. It's like, oh, because so, that yeah, could have so, come through and you would have just, all right. Yeah, well, just whatever. like not seen it. Yeah. Right. Um, well, this, this is part of the thing. Um, and this will sort of address some of the questions that I was going to ask. But um, when you're in a certain vibrational state, um, 
that's usually when you can hear the hear best. Um, But what really helps is if you've practiced listening. And if you practice listening, then you when you're not in that vibrational state, you're more likely to be able to recognize that this is intuition. Like, you know, you could be in some totally bad place, but Mm -hmm. because you've sort of practiced listening that you're able to hear the guide, the guidance to get out of that space. Um, And sometimes the, it'll be like a loudspeaker if it's like really trying (laughs) to protect you. (laughs) So exactly. um, Exactly. Yeah. So, but it, it really takes, like you were talking about, you have to do this on a regular basis and so that question, what is your practice to connect? Yeah. Um, and so just to kind of keep it still about music business and, you know, as you guys, as, as the audience is thinking about how are they going to be building their business or how they're going to be more successful, um, you know, if you are willing to create a practice of connecting to your intuition, it's going to flow into your practice of running your business. If you are only just, kind of thinking okay my business let me get intuition going now it doesn't to me it's (laughs) Mm -hmm. you can do that but i mean your practice comes with practicing in in other aspects of your life so that right so it becomes this steady tiny habit situation so so there's a a variety of ways and i think everybody's a little bit different i'll just kind of share myself what you just said about getting still and being able to hear it mm-hmm. that's huge and massive because we um it's very easy as human beings we're, we're very much wired you know to you know to get distracted it's easy for us to kind of go in other directions and to kind of ignore certain things so um if you can create a space i know i create times where i in in my everyday part of life right. where it's just quiet where there's no mm-hmm. sound there's no TV, there's no music, there's no computer, there's no background no, ground noise. I, I make sure that every day I have some period of time of, of quiet. That doesn't mean I'm sitting and going, you know, in cross-leg yoga position. I'm not doing lotus position yoga. I'm just saying I just keep it quiet. Right, right. And yeah, yeah. and so no, I, I you do. Know. <laughs> I, I go. The, I'm full well, I was lotus gonna posture. Say, sometimes I do do that too. That is a part of. You know, so I have a variety of things mm. I do, but one of the things is that the whole notion, though, of quiet and and yeah. and, and you know, no, no noise for me is really because I'm also very audio sensitive, and this yes. is this is yes. yes, and as musicians, you probably are. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you, I hope you have some audio sensitivity mm-hmm. as a musician, um, and so being audio sensitive, the way that we emote the way that we, our mood our motivation you know so for me i just have to kind of get it really quiet and my kids you know i was like why why do you want it so quiet i was like because that's how i can yeah so i can tap in so yeah. that's i would say that's probably the the biggest thing and then from there whatever emotion comes up whatever thought floats by whatever idea I recognize that's coming from an actual inner intuitive space because I'm not doing a bunch of stuff. I don't have a bunch of distractions. I don't have a bunch of noise. So if that emotion, you know, or thing or thought or whatever pops up, 
then I, you know, I kind of, I let it pop up and I let it go. But I, but I, but I, it's almost like I'm keeping a little bit of a tablet in my brain mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. if that keeps popping up, keeps yeah. popping up without me pushing myself to make it pop up, like it just yeah. kind of shows itself. This feeling, this question that keeps running in my head. I know that that's intuition attempting to get me in the zone of something. And so when it's related to music, you know, if a thought pops up according to a creative idea or something that I should be doing differently within my business, I don't immediately just run to it. Okay, I got to go do that then. No, uh -uh. again, I look for trends and consistency. And is this a feeling that has been without me really pushing it? It just keeps kind of, I just keep having this idea in my head or keep Mm -hmm. having this thought then that lets me know um, this is something to to probably consider. And yep. depending on how repetitively repeated it comes up, then I will just, I, I have notebooks and journals and I will keep um, kind of, you know, writing and, and, you know, doing on it. And that way I know, okay, you know, this might be something I need to act on. Um, that's, yeah. that's a typical, yeah. it's not as clean as I just described, but we don't have but so much time. So that's... Yeah, yeah. well, no, it is, I mean... It's there's different ways. There's a variety of ways, and I think uh, one of the things that you addressed, which is was the next question, but I we'll we'll table that for a second. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, my practice basically it's it's similar. Um, it's getting quiet as quiet as possible because my mind is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just really wants to think about stuff. Uh, but yeah, so get, getting quiet and still as possible, um, but. I think there, there's a bunch of different processes, you know, we don't have time to cover everything, but um, breathing is one, uh, focusing on your breath, um, just like we said, being being quiet and being still still and waiting for something to, to come up in that stillness and paying attention to it. So it's 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 attentive stillness. Um, yeah. You, you're not going to sleep, stillness. Right. but you're, you're being right. attentive and you're being still at the same time. Um, and just watching and being aware, and then right. once you, once you can practice that that ability, then you'll start getting connected to things. But um, other ways, I mean, it it'll pop out at you during the day. I mean, like I said, like the experience I had, you'll see it, you'll see stuff, but just pay attention to things around you. Be be aware most of the time. Just be be aware of what's happening, and don't be saying, "Oh, is that a sign? Is that a sign?" No, uh, just you, you'll you'll know. <laughs> when it's a sign because yeah. it'll it'll grab your attention when you weren't focusing on it and yeah. that those are the things that are, and, and the last thing that i do to practice um because sometimes it's difficult like i said to keep my mind still um i'll I, there's a remote viewing thing that uh i got hip to um to practice which is um it's basically uh using random objects to uh, to plan an event or to to ask a question, and so you can develop a question, you know, a two part question, three part, whatever, and then have a three random object generator or a four random object generator, and um, ask, you know, what's what's the feel, color, shape, size, and purpose of the object that answers my question, and then mm. once and then you'll start getting some some messages, red, green, whatever, soft, furry, all this stuff. And you write these down and then use a random object generator. And then you'll see 
just look at the objects and whatever object it is, it'll line up to whatever came through. Mm. And that's been very helpful for me. Um, just as a side note, I'm actually using it for my trading. <laughs> and, ah, the past, yeah. and the past 11 days have been like almost 100 percent. So, wow. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, intuition works, ladies and gentlemen. Well, yeah. It, oh, my God. Intu- <laughs> well, see, this is OK. So this is why we need to do part like five part series. And I, I'm thinking about actually teaching a workshop on this because. You know, in our brief 30, 40 minutes, we're not going to really, you know, we're just touching. Yeah. We're just, we're literally gliding over, <laughs> tipping mm-hmm. over um, this glacier. But um, y- we are incredibly powerful, mm-hmm. like almost scary. Uh, and to the point that it is quite unbelievable even. But we've been conditioned in this world and in this society, and I will say particularly as people of color, mm, particularly, mm-hmm. we have been conditioned to mute ourselves, to ignore our power, to minimize, to devilize, to really put what is actually our gift of even coming to be a human <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is incredibly powerful. So we, the, this quote unquote magical feeling is actually our inherent right. It is our mm-hmm. birthright. It is why we came here. And so we've been conditioned to, to say that stuff isn't real or you have to be psychic to do this or you got to go get a psychic to figure it out or you got to, and that, what you're going to find, just keep on living in this world as long as you yep. keep living. Our, our world is starting to shift in a way where if you don't begin to start relying on this power that you have, you're going to get incredibly lost to the point of, I mean, it could, it could swallow you up. This is like a, you know, to me and my personal opinion, this is survival of the fittest when it comes to us really beginning to tap into. And I don't mean that in the literal sense, but in survival, meaning having a meaningful life, mm-hmm. you, you, you're going to have to begin to use this. So what you're saying is right on because you're using a tool, a strategy yep. that is allowing, you know, the remote viewing is allowing that, but it's not, it's, it's every, everybody holds it. It's just us tuning into it. So I just yeah, don't yeah. want people to feel so like it's so abstract. Cause it, yeah. And what, what I encourage everyone to do, um, like you said, if you, if you feel like you can't connect, like, you know, you're having problems, um, try that technique. It's, it's cause it's, I think it's called non-associative, um, remote viewing. You're not review, viewing a specific object. You're, it's just non-specific things and you don't have any attachment to it. Um, and asking a, a question that does have meaning for you, but then jumping to something that doesn't have meaning for you kind of makes it easier to ask to, to get the answer, basically. And mm-hmm. so um, I would encourage doing that. There's another practice of um, asking. And if you can't if you're not a visual person, if you're more auditory, asking for a word and mm-hmm. then asking for two words. So the one word. You know, it may be vague and you don't understand what it is. But when you get the two words after that, you can it sort of gives some context and and it sort of makes a and broader so when you meaning. get those two words, what do you do with that? So you, you just you you sort of sit there and, and meditate on what that might mean to you. Just what, whatever you feel you. from those words, gotcha. those group of words, um, what they mean to you. 
um, that go write that down, go with that feeling and it'll sort of give clarity. Like um, I, I started doing that too. And it was weird. Um, I got, uh, I got something. Um, what was the deal? I had, I, I was asking for some, no, I was, I was trying to do something. I can't remember what it was, what it was, but then um, my early, cause I do this early in the morning and I, and then throughout <laughs> the day, this will pop up. So I said there was something that popped up. One, one of the words was tell. And I'm like, okay, I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> so, but then throughout the day, um, I was trying, yeah, that's what I, I was trying to get better at doing something. Um, and then the idea, the concept popped in my head. Oh, William tell. And it was mm. funny. It was like, you know, my, my higher self playing a joke on me. My name is William. <laughs> and so it was like, William tell. And who was William tell the, 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 uh, bow and arrow archer who, who shot yeah. was a marksman shot in an, in an apple. And I was trying to, you know, trying to figure out how to do something. And, uh, and it was like, oh, that's what that means. You know, yeah. uh, be, be William Tell, be a, a archer, be, right. be a marksman. Right. So and it, so those, yeah. it, it, and I, that's a really good story. That's a good, that's a good way to kind of explain it because we're constantly getting the cues all day. Like it's mm-hmm. happening all the time. It's just, we, like I said, we have been so conditioned and trained and taught to ignore ourselves or to think when we're paying attention too much to ourselves, there's a certain conceit or, you know, we get these weird, weird, there's these ridiculous limiting beliefs and these these messages we've received our whole life about how to be that in fact you leave yourself. Well, just to answer our last question, because we're going to wrap up Mm -hmm. soon. um, Mm -hmm. How do you know it's your intuition? And, you know, that's, um, the exercises I gave you um, really helped to clear clear everything out because they're non-associative. So you don't have any any uh, dog in that fight or whatever emotionally of whatever those words are. You're just asking for words and you're asking for images. So that's a perfect way to have just like complete non-biased clearance. <laughs> but but when you're meditating and you're you look at your you're just observing and you're still and things come up. Um, the way that you know it's your intuition is because you're in the vibration of peace and stillness. Right. Well, I think what you just said, the peace part, because I think sometimes people will like, okay, well, how do I know that was not just me, my imagination, or that's just my right. brain trying to convince me something else. And I, you know, your intuition is coming from a space of, of clarity. It's coming from a space of um, truth, authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, it can't, you know, it's, it's pure. So, um, and it's consistent, you know, yeah. and I, I know for me, I look yes. for, that's how I know is yeah. consistency. <laughs> you have to and do so, it over and over to see it replicate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And stay aware so that when it's popping up over and over. And then the biggest thing that I was going to just say, and, you know, as we wrap up, I know we're going to talk maybe about some resources, is trust. Trust. Mm-hmm. You got to trust this. If you are a skeptic, then skeptical, you know, skeptical thoughts are going to, mm-hmm. that's where those limiting value, all of that stuff starts to then, it, it runs in. And that's normal because your humanness is not having the same experience as your spirituality is having. You know, yeah. they work together. 
I would say it's it's fine if you're a skeptic because it's it's that's a, a very important quality. Um, mm-hmm. But you can skepticism runs up against um, just uh, belligerence and hard headedness <laughs> after you've seen something work and you just choose not to believe it because you want to remain a skeptic. So once you've seen something work. And you've seen it over and over and over and over again. Then you you have to have trust. You have to have belief and move on that. Um, yeah. But if, yeah. skepticism is great and it's fine to start out with. But once it's been proven, their skepticism has been proven out of place, then put it away. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ah, well, this is, I mean, like I said, you know, we really could do a five part series because there's a lot more questions that will come yeah. as a result of listening to this, yeah, of course, <laughs> which is normal, which is normal. And I think that's the other part is to allow yourself to be inquisitive, to be yes. curious. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're not curious, the skepticism gets stronger. You start going more in that belligerence. But if you yeah. remain open and curious, when certain things come about, you don't look at it so dogmatic. You yeah. understand that it's a possibility or not. Yep. And, you know, you you go with the flow. You are human. You can get angry. You can get mad. You can get frustrated. You can get irritable. It's totally normal. But, yep. um, yeah, this is, yeah. So. This was great. I don't want to keep it yet. So, so, resources. so resources. How can people get yep. some help? I don't know. What What, what have you <laughs> checked out? And what, what are you currently oh, checking out? To I'm help just guide a weird ball. You? I'm a yeah. weird ball. I mean, I I am a huge, I'm a podcast like junkie. I a know complete that. junkie. <laughs> so I listen to um, a lot of podcasts. But I would say, you know, for me, because podcasts, uh, because of that auditory part of my learning, because, yep. it, you know, that's, I learned very quickly when I'm listening to things. So some podcasts, yeah, some podcasts that I think, um, there's a podcast called Spiritual. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, we don't have a censored podcast, but um, that's the title of her podcast um, by um, Aaliyah Lovely is her name. Check her out. She's, um, she does some wonderful topics. I think it's a good way to introduce you. She does it in an incredibly accessible ways to tap you. And I think she even does workshops and classes on how to exactly get into your intuition. I've never taken one of her workshops. Yeah. But um, but just podcasts in general that are related to intuition, spirituality. I think you do need to connect the dot with kind of your spiritual and not religion, but your spiritual, mm-hmm. your soul, your spirit self, um, if you go in that direction. So I do a lot of that. Um, and then, um, you know, there are various, I'm trying to think if I have a book just right offhand. I don't have like an intuition book, right, but right. Um, I just pay attention to certain thought leaders and people who, right. you know, I know Iyana Van Zandt is very accessible to people and I know mm-hmm. that she, people get caught up with her Hollywoodness, but if you really dig into her, her books that she has written, she speaks very highly in this space too and right. provides a lot of um, strategies. And so, um, yeah. yeah. And then I have mentors. I have a spiritual coach as well. So my okay. spiritual coach helps me. She gives me um practices and things to to do to pay attention to when certain things happen right, and right. i've done tarot cards and all of that stuff okay too. so yeah. awesome yeah well i've i've run the gamut on the thing <laughs> i'm a, pre- a pk a preacher's kid so i grew up in a church and um but i think uh i really just wanted to find out 
you know, what a lot of people's, a lot of cultures experiences were with the divine, the divine divinity. And so I I studied that and that also led me into world music. So ethnomusicology, but, and I've studied, you know, world beliefs, you know, from, from Hinduism, Shintoism, the Tao, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Egyptology, um, just everything just to, to broaden my awareness, um, Kabbalah, you know, just, just all these different things. Um, but, uh, at the end of the day, re- religion is not a bad thing. I don't no, feel. Um, in fact, not if you think all. of the the term, it means to relink or come come together to connect uh, back together. So it's yes. not a bad thing in in, in its sense. Um, it's just been used in a, ba- a lot of bad ways. Yes. Um, yes. But uh, there's a if if you're really trying to to broaden and connect, if you're Christian and you're trying to broaden and connect some some other ideas. Um, so a person will really help clear out all of the dogmatic things that have been in- injected into Christianity. Uh, Neville Goddard. Um, I, I mm. totally encourage everyone, uh, uh, if you're Christian or even if you're you're J- Jewish, uh, and even you know if you're Muslim, check out Neville Goddard because he interprets from the biblical side. You won't even under you won't even think about. <laughs> your religion the same you'll just be like oh wow that's oh, what wow. that meant that's, that's what right. that meant i mean it it, right. com- it it wipes clean all of the dogmatic negative stuff it just completely yeah. clears it out so yeah. i encourage everyone who's from the abrahamical religions to really check out neville goddard uh the, if you're scientifically based joe dispenza will yeah joe dispenza uh, hook good. you up yeah, I mean, and Joe Dispenza does a nice job making yes. this feel very, you know, evidence based, like yes. very like okay, scientific. This, yeah, yes. exactly. He's a scientist. I mean, he He's was a, a chiropractor, a practicing mm-hmm. chiropractor who had a back injury. In fact, a truck ran over his back, but he healed himself. Um, yeah. And he studied that and came up with a whole practice and now teaches it to people. And it's amazing. Uh, that'd be a book I would say to check out is Becoming Supernatural, um, yeah. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, all of those books by Joe. Um, definitely check those books out. Yeah, I'm glad you brought him up because once you start entering that world, yep. you're gonna there's a plethora of different, you know, many Joe Dispenzas in the world <laughs> yes. who follow his yep. practice, who also, you know, have lots of books, who also have lots of teachings, workshops, things, and even groups on like places like Clubhouse. And, you know, once it's 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 very much a rabbit hole. So once you start getting in that world, there'll be mm-hmm. a lot. You'll you'll just you'll see a lot more. I do want to there is something that I actually offer. I want yep. to I, I was, was going like, to ask oh, I you forgot. about that. Yes, <laughs> I, I was going to say. Offer a lot of stuff, but by time this podcast airs we will have done our first one but there's going to be this we're going to be doing this monthly um there's a practice called soul collage Mm -hmm. and soul collage is basically a whole practice of you tapping into your intuition and your soul's calling through using art and Mm. um collage and using art but not you you don't have to be artist so using cutting up um, pictures from magazines and putting it into a collage format and 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 then from there recognizing what your soul is actually trying to tell you it's kind of like mm. what you just said with this remote viewing same right. idea I'm looking through things for whatever reason it's catching my eye okay I'm gonna grab that picture put it on my board I'm gonna grab that picture put it on my board you only pick like two to three not a lot because you don't want it to be really cluttered right right 
And then you put that together on your small little board or card. And it's like, huh, what is this telling me? And so when you look at it, whatever comes to you, oh, this is vibrant. Okay, is vibrancy something Mm -hmm. that I need to be pushing more toward? Or, oh, this is very Mm -hmm. dark. Is there something going on with me right now that I'm ignoring? Is it a shadow self? So Soul Collage, I have a certified Soul Collage practitioner who leads Mm -hmm. um, workshops in my coaching business. And um, her name is Margot Mays. And so by the time this podcast comes out, we will have already had our first one, which is, um, it would have been yesterday, Sunday, (laughs) October 24th. But we're doing it monthly. So if, and they're free right now. They're free right now. So um, if this is something, again, it's another way to kind of practice tapping into yourself and then you've got these beautiful cards you just keep making different ones and whenever Mm -hmm. you need a moment to tell you something you pull a card see what is it telling you and it's a card you made so it's coming from it's coming from you um and so if you want to get on the list to be notified when that next one is going to be which we will have another one either in november or december um all you got to do, y'all know, you just email. <laughs> yep. You just email either 3mbpodcast at gmail.com and you yep. can just say soul collage. And I know that'd be what it's about. And I'll get you on the list because I'll have your email um, and your name. Um, or you can email Kenya at kenyamjmusic.com. So, yep. Awesome. Yeah. And we did that in the, in the right amount of time. Look at that. We did. So wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> well, we <laughs> we always come up with, you know, these are things, like we said, this is our peanut butter jelly jam. Yeah, this is, is our jam. We, we love this. So we hope to do some more of this. And, you know, if you have questions, more questions about yep. this, please email us. Yeah. Make comments on the, on the site and email us and we'll hit you back. We'll hit you back. All righty. All right, you guys take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.